Hello and welcome to Sean with Two Ends. I'm your host, Sean, of course, with Two Ends. And it's been a while. It's been like a month or maybe even two at this point. I feel kind of guilty, to be honest. Um, just school picked up. It was super duper stressful with all my finals and all my assignments. And then I had like a week off that I wanted to actually just take off and relax before I started working. And then work was super stressful. But it's a Wednesday. I'm recording on a Wednesday and I'm trying to publish this on, well, tonight or at least tomorrow morning on Thursday. That's the goal because I miss it. And I just really wanted to talk about basketball. I mean, the playoff games today were kind of fun. <laughs> uh, and I just want to recap basketball from when I last covered it, which was, I believe, pre-All-Star break. Um, so, yeah. The funny thing, like, the one thing I remember from my basketball talk was I said the, the Atlanta Hawks are super disappointing, and they were the sixth seed at that point. Well, they, like, turned around. <laughs> like, they already had started turning around, but um, pre-All-Star break, I just thought that it was maybe just, like, you know, a few games. But then they continued their role post-All-Star break, so c- congrats to them. I think there was a point when they were the fourth seed, and now they're the fifth seed. I believe it's because um, them and the Knicks have the same record, but the Knicks swept the Hawks in the regular season series i think so that's why they have the tiebreaker above them so i think that's why the hawks are fifth but like they've been pretty good i mean in my opinion like the knicks versus hawks series so far has been super duper fun just because like it's been so long since we've seen new york knicks basketball in the playoffs that i miss it like um the the tree young chants are a bit like over the top like I'd like to keep the trash talking between fans and players to like game level stuff, not talking about Trey Young kind of balding, but you know, that's New York, I guess. It's not really that okay, but the energy's good overall, um, other than just that. Uh, and like fans sometimes take it too far. Like today, when Russell Westbrook left the Sixers Wizards game early because he was. He had an injury and like he had to leave and some idiot threw popcorn at him and like he was walking off with an injury and i kind of wish he didn't have security with him to hold him back like dog that wasn't okay like it's not okay if he wasn't even if even if he wasn't injured that's not okay that is a human being that you're throwing pop like a, an entire bag of popcorn at but this guy is like already down bad down bad he's hurt he's just he just wants to play this is like a game that russell westbrook clearly loves like he loves to play basketball and he loves to compete and it sucks it's killing him that he has to leave and you just add like a stupid bag of popcorn at him like that's no that's not cool but yeah like for the east in the playoffs it's like um i don't really care about the Sixers Wizards series nor do I care about the Nets Celtics or the honestly I thought I wanted I wanted to care about the Bucks Heat I mean who knows um the games are going back to Miami and Giannis could do this thing again Giannis and the Bucks could do this thing again where they lose four straight like they did in the 2019 Eastern Conference Finals but I doubt it like game one was such a perfect game for Miami in my opinion like they they made 15 more three than threes than the bucks and they still lost so 
I feel like there's something different about this Bucks team than the previous years. And like the obvious answer is that they got rid of Eric Bud. So I'm not even gonna say they added Drew Holiday when like Drew, Drew Holiday is great, but just getting rid of Eric Bud. So I feel like has solved a lot of their problems. Um, so yeah, those three series, it's just like, I don't really like care watching them because I kind of know who's gonna win. Like it's gonna be the Sixers advancing. It's gonna be the Nets for sure advancing. And then it's gonna be the Bucks advancing most probably the Bucks one is the one I'm least sure about but game one kind of showed to me just like yeah the Bucks are probably gonna make it out maybe the Heat will make it competitive hopefully but I feel like the Bucks are good this year so in the East it's only the 4-5 matchup between the Knicks and the Hawks that are really interesting and they're currently 1-1 in the series and like the atmosphere in New York has been fun again outside from the uh, non-basketball trash talk in my opinion but I think Trey Young can handle it he's been talking back to the fans he's been having fun with it so it's just been fun to watch and I, I haven't been annoyed with the New York Knicks fan in like the playoffs in so long so it's just a fun experience um, I want the Knicks to win because then that means Joel Embiid gets to play in the garden in the second round but honestly like if I was being real, the winner of the series probably doesn't matter. Like, they're gonna lose to the Sixers most likely. At least that's what I assume will happen. I mean, the Sixers are good this year. So, yeah, I, I just feel like there's a big jump between um, the Knicks and the Hawks and the other three teams that are advancing to the second round. As well, for, um, but for the West, it's like the all the series are pretty fun. I mean, except for maybe the, like... <laughs> the lake uh the clippers and mavs like they're the mavs are up 2-0 right now and like the clippers could for sure come back and win the next four straight and i wouldn't be that surprised it's just the clippers are so boring to watch like <laughs> this team shouldn't be boring to watch this is a fun like this is a fun team there's so many players they have so many players that should be fun and when you put them together they should all be fun but for some reason, it just is boring to watch. And, like, social media is crazy, in my opinion. Like, if you just read social media, you kind of think that Paul George is having a bad series. But he didn't really... He hasn't really been having a bad series, offensively, at least. I mean, the Clippers are getting killed defensively by Luka Doncic. Um, in Game 2, they just kept getting Pat Bev to switch on him. And, oh my god... He was getting cooked. That was rough for Pat Bevin came to yesterday. But Luca's I'm enjoying watching the younger stars in the playoffs kind of blossom. Like Luca and Ja Morant. Ja Morant today was so good. I think he broke the Grizzlies franchise playoff scoring record. So congrats to him. He was phenomenal today. And him and Dylan Brooks are really good in game one where they stole game one from the Jazz. I still think the Jazz are for sure going to get it out, but today and Game 1 have kind of shown that the Grizzlies can and probably will keep this series competitive. I mean, like, Game 1, I kind of just toss it up as the Jazz really need Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> and he is back today. And in the first half, they got up by 20 by the end, and I thought the game was over. I was about to just, you know, record this podcast earlier. <laughs> But then in the third quarter, the Grizzlies went on a run and the game, I think it got, I think they got it down to three points or two points even. 
it was just super fun. Like John Moran, oh, such a good player. I hope like he learns to land more. He's been more controlled this year. I will give him that compared to what he was last year. Last year, it was scary anytime he jumped because it looked like he wanted to kill anyone along the way and posterized absolutely everybody. But this year, he's been more controlled. His floater game has been really good this year, and I'll give him that. But it's just when he does decide to take off, it's just kind of reminding me of what MVP Derrick Rose looked like, you know? So, oh my god, Derrick Rose. Speaking of Derrick Rose, he's been so good for New York. He's like... Today, he was great. So good for New York. Um, I hate when uh, commentators keep saying it's vintage Derrick Rose. It's just, I'm like, bro, he does this every game now. It's no longer vintage Derrick Rose. This is just who Derrick Rose is. He's evolved his game throughout all his injuries, and we just need to appreciate him for what he is. Just an overall good NBA player. And yeah, so just shout out Derrick Rose. You're amazing. Oh, man. But... Yeah, John Moran is kind of reminding me of MVP Derrick Rose where like the landings are sometimes kind of reckless and I'm just like, you need to learn to land or else like it's a kind of ticking time bomb before you get a big knee injury. And we don't want that. John Moran is a special, special talent. Like he does a lot of things that you don't expect a two-year point guard to do. Like, some of the passes he makes, some of the things he sees in the offense are just... It's it's natural. It's a natural gift to him. And I hope he keeps developing. I hope he develops the jump shot just so, like, people respect him out there. And then he becomes even more unguardable and just becomes super fun to watch. Like, this Grizzlies team is so fun to watch. Just, oh, my God. And they're young. Like, I think they're the second youngest team in the league this year. And they made the playoffs. So, the future is bright in Memphis. And it's just so weird because... Like, they have this, like, just mentality that they don't have fear. And for some reason, this entire mentality of, like, being fearless against any team, it's just a Memphis thing, I swear. Because the grit and grind Memphis Grizzlies had the same mentality when they um, when they beat the Spurs as, as an 8th seed in, I think, the 2011 NBA playoffs. It was just, like, for some reason, that city has this mentality of just attacking whoever the hell is in front of them and I respect the hell out of them it's so fun um, the Lakers Sun series I'm confused on how I feel about it um, it just kind of sucks that Chris Paul is basically guaranteed to not be healthy the entire series and then I don't like putting asterisks on the series but I don't know a Chris Paul injuries always hurts like the one he had against Golden State hurt um, all the ones he had with the Clippers hurt and this one just hurts. Um, I'm a Lakers fan. Like, honestly, I want the Lakers to win for some reason. But it's like... I don't like the players on this team. <laughs> um, and especially, I don't like Anthony Davis, like, at all. It's just, in the play-in game, there, was a, there were a few possessions where um, Steph Curry ended up switching off of whoever he was guarding, and he had to guard AD. And... In all, well, at least in most of these situations, AD would just either settle for a fadeaway post jump shot from really far away or just settle for a three. And it's just, he's the most frustrating star to watch for me. It's like the things that people say about Andrew Wiggins fit what Anthony Davis does exactly. It's because Anthony Davis has all these physical tools, but sometimes he just chooses not to do it, like to do anything with it. 
I mean, the man is seven feet tall and clearly gifted around the basket and just clearly gifted with a ball in general. But And he have, you have 6'3 Steph Curry on him, and he doesn't attack him. He just, like, bails him out and shoots a, a shot, which, yeah, it's open because you're so much taller than him, but you can get such a higher percentage shot off of it. It's just so annoying to watch. And, like, he has games where it literally looks like he doesn't know how to play basketball and then games like in game two where he scores 41 and he looks really good so i don't know how to feel about this team and it's super frustrating to watch um and then there's the denver portland series that that series i hope goes to seven it's gonna be fun because um like (laughs) denver doesn't really have anyone to stop dame and Portland has no one to stop Jokic. So it's just going to be which star performs better on which games. And uh, I just wish Jamal Murray didn't tear his ACL. I think that was his injury. He tore his ACL. But I just wish he wasn't injured. Um, the Nuggets were looking really good before he got injured. They were they went on a bit of a win streak after they traded for Aaron Gordon. And they just looked really good. Like Their style of basketball was super fun to watch. And usually a team that's fun to watch is pretty good. <laughs> um... And yeah, but with the Murray injury, I just don't see them going far that realistically. I mean, yeah, they could for sure beat Portland. I mean, I would choose them to beat Portland, but I wouldn't really choose them to beat the Suns or the Lakers. I mean, they could, but I wouldn't bet on that at all. Jokic would need to like explode in the playoffs and just become an absolute monster, like more than he already is for them to make it far. So I just wish Murray didn't get injured. This was a special team. They were fun to watch. Like Aaron Gordon was a perfect fit. He kind of fits like a Sean Marion in the seven seconds or less Phoenix Suns in like the mid early two thousands. Yeah, and then what's the last series? Oh yeah, the Mavs Clippers I already talked about. Yeah, it's boring. Clippers are boring. I hope the Mavs win. I love watching Luca. I don't care about anyone else on the Mavs. I love watching Luca and and hearing Luca talk shit to Patrick Beverly was so fun. He's like, he can't guard me. Oh my god. So yeah, that's like the first round of the playoffs, I guess. I mean, I hope again. I hope some of the series are already done by next week because, by the way, I'm planning to make this a weekly thing where I just talk about basketball. Um, basketball is like my, my favorite thing <laughs> to talk about, to like watch, to play. So. Let's make it a weekly thing, you know? But yeah, I hope some series are done by next week. Like the three series in the East that I don't really care about. I don't want to watch the Nets shit on the Celtics uh, for another... I I can only watch so much. I don't know if the Nets are that good that they're destroying the Celtics or if the Celtics just genuinely miss Jalen Brown. Like, I don't know which one's which, but I don't care. (laughs) I don't like watching the Nets team. I don't like how they're built. (laughs) But, yeah, I guess that's a hater in me. Um, Besides the playoffs, the play-in games are fun, at least in the West. The East are kind of boring. Like, they were all blowouts, relatively. Um, The Lakers-Warriors play-in was fun the LeBron hit the lucky shot I'm gonna say it's luck like I mean it's cool like it was cool to watch but I don't know I wouldn't bet on him to make that shot nine times out of ten <laughs> but you need luck sometimes you know that's what basketball is and then the Warriors Grizzlies game well there was the Grizzlies Spurs game but that wasn't really boring <laughs> 
And the Warriors Grizzlies game was fun. I was rooting for the Warriors to win. I love watching Steph Curry. Steph Curry is my favorite player right now. So I was following the Warriors team this season because, like I said, the Lakers aren't really that fun to watch for me. And Braun and AD were injured for most of the season. So, yeah, the Lakers are frustrating to watch this year. So I was watching the Warriors, who were even more frustrating. But Steph Curry makes them fun to watch. And, like, he had a great season scored a bunch of points on stupid efficiency for the volume of shots and difficulty of shots he had to make and it's just like i feel like calling steph curry the greatest shooter ever is so disrespectful to him it's just like he's not just a shooter he's one of the greatest players of all time i mean his cardio is amazing this man is running around the court for so much of the game there was this play um, I forget. Oh, it was against the Grizzlies where he like passed the ball up and he just kept moving. And then he suddenly found the like Wiggins found him under the hoop. He just like turns around, like jacks it up, gets hacked and makes it. And it's just like, he's not just a shooter. It's his like gravity. Well, yeah, him being a, like the greatest shooter of all time. But he's, he's more than that is what I'm trying to say. But him being such a good shooter is what helps him, his off ball movement so much because everyone's scared of him shooting and like you can see the defense shift towards him when he's running around even like when he doesn't have the ball like people are still keeping track of where he is like usually when the Warriors play it because for this year the Warriors had zero offensive threats outside of Steph so teams could afford to just kind of plant a guy on Steph because that's where most of the Warriors offense came from so yeah the Warriors were just fun to watch because of Steph they had like a I forgot what kind of offense. It was either average or above average offense, and they had, like, the bottom five worst offense of all time without Steph on the court. So his impact was that much. But for MVP, I would have Jokic just because he played, like, all the games. He played in all games. I'm pretty sure he missed one or two. I don't really care if he missed one or two. To me, he played all games. And um, he kept the Nuggets afloat. Like, they're the third seed. I don't care that the Clippers think, like, the Nuggets are the third seed, even after Jamal Murray injured his ACL. So th- that's something. Be- that's because of Jokic, and Jokic has just been having a great season. Like he had a slow start. The Nuggets had a slow, slow start, and it just looked weird <laughs> after their run last year that they had a slow start. But then they picked it up, and they were really good to end the year. And th- that's all because of Nikola Jokic. So shout out to him, and yeah. I'll see you on Saturday, hopefully, where I have a podcast that isn't about basketball. Um, Yeah, I'll see you then. Bye!